Welcome to Jesus is Coming Soon with Mike Shaw. How are you doing? This is a podcast, of course, a part of Fresh Road Media. For more podcast episodes and more content, just surf on over to freshroadmedia.com. That's where it's all happening. Now, I'm going to be reading this off this screen over here. So if it looks like I'm looking over here, it's because I am looking over here. And if you're listening on the audio, then you won't care anyway. (laughs) So here we go. Um, This is a message that I've been saving because I haven't set up the actual Bible reading plan in a calendar yet. But I'm getting ready to do that, and I will get that set up for you soon so that we can all hit the ground running to start 2024. So stay tuned for that. But I thought there's no time like the present to share with you some of these strategies that I use to stay close to God in the hopes that it might spur you and me on to love and good works in Jesus. Obviously, I'm not perfect in any of this, but uh, these are some of my strategies here, and I hope they'll help you too. So when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he actually gives us the mind of Christ inside of us. Isn't that amazing? And we then have the privilege to develop that relationship that he gives us so freely. It is his will that we bear fruit. It's for our benefit and for the benefit of those around us. And I often get these mixed up, so help me out here too. And it's a great reminder for me to go over it again. Mercy is not getting what I deserve. So I'm evil. (laughs) Without God, I'm just evil. And I deserve hell. So mercy is not getting hell. Thank you, Jesus. Now, grace is kind of the opposite. Well, not the opposite of that, but grace is receiving what I don't deserve because of God's goodness. So again, thank you, Jesus. Grace is also the power to live a godly life, which in my own power is impossible. Can I get an amen to that? Especially those of you who know me. (laughs) So how do we embrace grace, if you will, and develop the spiritual muscles air quotes, to walk victoriously in Christ. Well, I'd like to go through a few of those strategies that have helped me immensely. And again, not that I'm perfect in any of these by a long shot, but this is a great reminder for me as much as I hope it is an encouragement for you. So the first thing, first and foremost, I would say, is spending time in God's word. So let me tell you a little story about Tom Letting and his Bible reading uh, program, plan that changed my life. So let's go way back in our way back machine to 2002. I'd been a Christian only for a couple years. God had taken me out of television, which that's a whole new story in its own. Kind of interesting. I might tell it sometime. But anyway, God took me out of television and I was working for Family Life Radio in Odessa, Texas. Some of us called it Odessalate, Texas, but I'm really thankful for my year or two there. This really was amazing and a great time of development. And this is one of those key stories. And it was Mary Jo, our station manager, and I that were running the whole station. So I did the morning show, hosted the morning show. I did the website. I did the automation. I did most of the production. I took out the trash. Mary Jo and I worked on... Um, events together. She t- she handled all of the station manager stuff, all that paperwork and stuff that's above my head. Uh, it was really good. It, re- it was really good time. And uh, we were great friends and we had a great time in the Lord too. So anyway, one day I got a request from Tom Letting, 
Tom Letting Ministries to come on the show. And so we set it up. And during that interview, Tom promised me and our listeners that if we would be diligent to read our Bibles, that God would bless us guaranteed. He said we had his word on it. And you know what? He was 100% correct. Hebrews 1.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I believe that the Tom Letting Bible Reading Plan, that's not what he called it, I don't think, but that's what I'm calling it, is a great way to diligently seek God. So here's the plan. Every day, read two chapters of the Old Testament, two chapters of the New Testament, that day's proverb, and five psalms. Now, I amended that slightly to three psalms, and when it's Psalm 119, just one psalm, if you know what I mean. Um, But here's what will happen if you do that. You'll get through the Old Testament about once a year, the New Testament twice a year, the Proverbs once a month, except, of course, Proverbs 31 every other month, and the Psalms about once every two months. And I followed that plan for about three years, combined with great Bible teaching from my local church and also my favorite pastor on cassette every time I was in my car. And my son and daughter, they lived in Dallas and I lived in Odessalit. And so it was five and a half hour drive once a month to go visit them. And I would listen to a five part series, six part series on the way there, most of it. And another six part series on the way home. I just had, uh, I just had Pastor Dwayne on cassette in my car every time I was in my car. So I was getting God's word by reading his word. And I was getting God's word and and great teaching from my local church and from a wonderful pastor that I found online. Uh, Actually, not online, but on TV. (laughs) And then started ordering his cassettes. And then found out he lived just an hour from my son. So I would go visit my son and daughter. And my son and I would go to Pastor Dwayne's church once a month. Anyways, great. And then I'd grab a bunch of cassettes in the lobby and drive home. Um, So that was kind of my routine for those three years. And um, I was really getting God's word and his principles into my heart. And years later, I shared that experience with a pastor friend of mine. And he explained it to me this way. He said, basically, you got a good Bible education. (laughs) And I pray that that's right. Um, It certainly is bearing some fruit in my life. Now, I went to look up Tom Letting a few years ago because I wanted to thank him uh, for his legacy that he's left in my life and I'm sure others. And I found his website and found out that he has since passed away. Um, So that's too bad. I can't wait to see him again and thank him. So thank you, Tom, for your obedience to Christ and to spread his life-changing message to the body of Christ. So my plan is to get back to this plan starting January 1st, 2024. And I want to invite you to join me. So stay tuned again, because I'm going to set up a calendar with this reading plan to make it easier for all of us to follow. Uh, and I'll let you know when that's ready. So here's an alternative, though, that that I've been doing the last two years. Um, I purchased a one-year Bible, and I've been reading that daily um, for the last two years. So a couple times now through the Bible, through the one-year Bible it's the New Living Translation. Usually I'm New King James Version, but I have been NASB. And I also like, what else? Um, I started NIV. Anyway, translations are fine. You're going to be okay. 
Um, but there's one downside. There's no downside to any of this, but the disadvantage, if there is one, of the one-year Bible over the Tom Letting under the Tom Letting plan is better than the one-year Bible, and here's why. I said that better. Um, with the one-year Bible, it doesn't. It just includes a couple of proverbs, just a couple of sentences of proverbs, not not a whole proverb. Um, sometimes you'll get a whole psalm. Sometimes you'll get a partial psalm on your daily reading. You might get a chapter, chapter and a half, Old Testament, part of a chapter, New Testament. So it, it's less, but it does get you through the entire Bible in a year. So it's, again, it's still good. So I'm not saying it's it's bad in any way. I just like Tom Letting's plan better. Um, now, of course, with Tom's plan, there's more time commitment. <laughs> so, you know, I, on the one year Bible, it's about 15 minutes of reading in the morning. Tom's probably double that half hour, you know, something like that. So, you know, um, and you know, a couple, the thing, the, the cool thing about Tom's plan is, you know, you get a couple chapters in the old Testament. So you're getting a lot of context at one in one chunk. And the same with the New Testament. You're getting two full chapters, so you're getting a lot of context. You're getting a full proverb, so you're getting full context. And you're getting, you know, three full psalms, so you're getting full context. So that's the big advantage, I think, that the Tom Letting reading plan has. (laughs) Um, But either way, you will be blessed. You have God's Word on it. All right, so that's strategy number one, get in God's Word. Uh, Strategy number two is spend time with God. Now, being in God's Word is a way of spending time with God for sure. Um, But I strongly recommend that you do this first thing in the morning. Pray before you read. Then do your reading. And God and pray that God will teach you and instruct you. I forgot I wrote that. (laughs) So after you read, spend time with God in prayer. Start with praise, thanking him for all the wonderful blessings that he's you know, given you in your life. And even if you're going through a really rough time, there are still blessings that God has given you in your life. And if you're going through a great time, well, then you have lots to praise about. And, uh, you know, so thank him for all the spiritual blessings, the physical blessings, all of that. Then you start to intercede for your family, for your friends, for your church family, petitioning God for healing and help. Um, where needed, um, you know, basically the, the prayer list you get from church, uh, some prayer lists that you might have written down or at least mentally written down, although I'm going to start writing them down. I think that's a better, better plan. And then it's okay to also pray for your own needs, um, you know, and that God would use you for the purposes that he has created you for. And if you're going through a rough time, you know, Uh, Make your petitions known to God, even though he knows what we're going to ask before we ask, he still wants us to ask. So prayer is just, you know, start your, start each day. And I'm not perfect in this in any, and if there's something that I slip on, it's this one. Um, But do your Bible reading, spend time in prayer. And prayer is not a one-way conversation. It's not you just appealing to God, praising and appealing. It's It is that, but it's not just that. Make sure that you listen, that you spend a lot of time listening, listening for the voice of God, for that small, still voice, and uh, he will speak to you. Trust me. Uh, And, you know, he will guide you and instruct you and encourage you. Yes, he does that to me all the time. (laughs) You know, when I'm whining about whatever, and sometimes life is hard for all of us. 
and we're all going through our own journey. So what may be, what may look like someone else's circumstances may not look like a big deal to you, but for them, it could be. And some of the things that I might be going through may not look like a big deal to you, but to me, they could be a big deal. Um, and God knows all that. He understands all that. And and he will, he will comfort you and he will encourage you, both the Bible and his presence and his, his voice in your head, his spirit speaking to you. So those are, those two are key. Those things are huge. Uh, but here's my third strategy. And that is to go to a good Bible believing church because you want to make sure you're in a good Bible believing church that is preaching the word of God. And so you're getting fed at church. But beyond that, I would suggest strongly uh, when you're ready, this maybe not for everyone in every season, but I would strongly suggest that you serve at your Bible-believing church. God made us for relationships. He's given us all gifts and talents. And those gifts are build for building up the body of Christ. And so when you use your gifts in service, God will bless you to be a blessing. Now, there is a word of caution here. Sometimes I know I, I have a hard time saying no. And I know other people that have a hard time saying no. And so sometimes if you just automatically say yes to everything, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get burned out. Make sure that you seek God in, in, what, in areas that you want to serve. You know, make sure that it's him that's urging you to serve in that area. Because if you just say yes to everything and it's not something that God has asked you to do, you could burn yourself out. So just take that as a caution. But, you know, having said that, it is right and good I would say necessary to use your talents to bless others. Uh, God is getting his love and wisdom to us so that we can share it with others. And as we come together as one body in Christ, he uses our varied talents and insights together. For example, I might be called to teach and or preach. God has given me a lifetime of experience in radio and television to develop my communication skills He's uh, led me to Tom's amazing Bible reading plan to get his word inside of me. And I'm still growing in these things. And I admit I'm not 100% consistent in these things. Um, but one fantastic way for me to grow in these things is to exercise them. I can't be a blessing if I just hold on to my gifts without sharing them with the world. And so it is with you. You might be an amazing businessman or woman. Perhaps God has blessed you with monetary means. I know people like this who are a major blessing to the body of Christ. They fund church projects, missionaries. They help those in need, and the list goes on. Business people make excellent mentors. Mentors. Uh, perhaps you can hold a class on stewardship, discipline, generosity. Just one example. Um, another, you might have great administrative skills. Thank God for you, because Lord knows I struggle in that area. Uh, someone who can keep things organized is worth their weight in gold. Perhaps you're called to serve communion or a greet or host get-togethers. Uh, a whole number of other things. Ask God and he will show you. And of course, it's not an exhaustive list on how you can be blessed to be a blessing. Uh, but to me, uh, that is one of the three cores. Spend time with God and his word. Spend time in his presence in prayer and serve the body of Christ 
and you will bear fruit. I love, 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 love this passage in John 15. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Isn't that great? It's great. That's what God created us for. And, you know, these gifts and these talents that he's given you and I, uh, they are ours to enjoy. They are. But I tell you what, you're going to enjoy them a whole lot more if you share them. And that's what they're for. Um, They're not just for you. They're for the people around you. They're for the body of Christ to build up the body of Christ. To enc- We get to encourage each other. And uh, we all need it from time to time or most of the time. So it's all about being a disciple and making disciples, bearing much fruit for the glory of God. And by doing so, you will be abundantly blessed. You have God's word on it. So Stay tuned as I get the uh, reading plan together, and I'll certainly let you know when that is ready. I'm kind of excited to getting back to that. Uh, The one-year Bible has been great, don't get me wrong. Uh, But to me, this is just kind of next level. And so I'd like to share that with you. And so if that's something you'd like to do along with me in 2024, um, I will make it available so it's just easy for all this to fall along. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. I have to spend more consistent time in prayer in the morning for sure. And so, you know, going to rededicate myself to that as well. And, and, you know, I just love my church family. God's moved me up here to Iowa and I've made so many new friends and my church is amazing. A great Bible believing church with great teaching. And God has just given me a love for his people in that church. And he's really just made me part of them. And it's, it's only God can do that. So it's pretty neat. In fact, this is a picture that I took right outside my front door <laughs> before the leaves all fell off. So it's just beautiful here. In fact, you know what? I pulled into my driveway the other day and there were like six pheasants just right there on the side of the road. Uh, it was beautiful. You know, pheasants are beautiful. Anyway, we have wild turkey roaming around here and it's, it's a cool place. Um, anyway, the, that's my little devotional for today. Yeah, I spent some time with God this morning, and this was kind of on my mind last night. And so I woke up this morning, spent some time with God on, just wrote it out. And I did my best delivering it, so I hope it was a blessing to you. So a short edition today of Jesus is Coming Soon with Mike Shaw, but again, I hope it was a good word for you. You have an amazing day, evening, morning, whatever it is. (laughs) And we'll see you soon. Don't forget, freshroadmedia.com. See you next time.